what is that contraption? Okay, there, there is nothing. I lied. <laughs> you really fooled those audience listeners. I think they looked too. <laughs> our, our fan base feels betrayed. Um, well, what was the point of that? <laughs> so they could start recording. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, well, see, I assumed it already was because of you know? I assumed because of standby mode, but no, that's not no, that's not what it is. Now. I literally fell for it. I thought you were doing a bit for the recording. Oh, are you colorblind? As far as I know, no. But have you ever have you ever taken those like colorblind tests, and then you're kind of like, oh, maybe I'm colorblind. No, oh. I've never done that. Well, like it's like it's like almost like there's levels. Like I feel like you watch okay. like a YouTube video, and it's like if you see this, you're colorblind. If you, mm-hmm. but it's like they get harder. It's like okay, that's like that's like black and white. Like I'm exaggerating, but mm-hmm. like it's always like the last one where I'm like, I don't see it, but I don't feel like I'm colorblind. Okay, because you are a man, and it is possible. So, is it not possible for you? Um, it is possible for women to be colorblind. It's just less possible. I don't know. Something about the manliness that makes you not see colors. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, it's, it's probably Real men don't thing. see colors. Uh, what? I said real men don't see colors. Sure. But also, if you're colorblind, you know, you can't be a pilot. Is that why, like, astronaut. is that why, like, the pride flag is, like, the rainbow? Because it's, like... If you're like gay, you want to show off that you can see colors. Uh, <laughs> you're you're like, I don't know. You're you're less masculine, so therefore you can see colors. <laughs> well, just because you're gay doesn't not mean that you're less masculine. I know. So <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know about that one, Joseph. I feel like my tiredness. I personally, I'm gonna t- like. This might be a good episode just because I'm a little tired and I feel like I am sometimes funnier when I'm tired. Um, okay. But as we know, I am still the funnier of the two of us. Listen, it's fine. Hey, look, you didn't have to make it a competition. I just said I was funnier when I'm tired and you said, okay. yeah, but I'm funnier all the time. Exactly. Well, see, that's just rude. I'm going to tell a story, <laughs> which is that One day I got like, this was back in high school. I got Mm -hmm. like, I don't even know, like three or four hours of sleep. I had like a project that night, Mm -hmm. saved it for the last minute, classic Joseph, um, and spent up all night doing it. Mm -hmm. And then the next day I was like dead tired. I was just like, hey, (laughs) like, (laughs) but I got it done. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, I had a history class where like, I feel like when I'm tired, when I'm like really tired, it's almost like. I guess I've never really been drunk, but I feel like mm-hmm. you could compare me to being drunk, be drunk. My like my inhibitions are gone oh, where like I'm just like I'm just like, hey, <laughs> like and so I was in a history class and I was just I, I, I was getting those zingers. I was cracking up my classmates. I was cracking up the teacher and they were like, mm-hmm. yo, you got one of my friends. She was like, yeah, Yo, you got jokes today. And I was like, yeah, I just got like three hours of sleep <laughs> and I'm maybe I'm more confident. Yeah. Anyway, that's the mm-hmm. story. So anyway, I think I may be funnier right now because I want to be asleep. <laughs> well, we shall see. We... Write in the comments if you thought I was slightly funnier today than in previous episodes. Okay. And they're going to say the same thing they've always been saying, which nothing. is nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even our fans don't give feedback. Melissa's like, yeah, listen to the podcast. I liked it. 
she she well she listens on Spotify so but she she has an iPhone she can still go rate it no I no I just I want the I want the face to face feedback I want oh. to know like what was your favorite part like what where could we improve like what was better and she's just like yeah mm-hmm. do you say if uh, liked it he he said so I mean I can I think I can show you the the text he he's he's a He's a rabid fan now. He's he's really? just he's chomping at the bit for the next episode. He he's, um, he's been um binging our episodes. He said he said yo <laughs> he said yo when <laughs> when does your next podcast episode come out? <laughs> I've really been enjoying it. No, okay, that's not how he said it. But, but that's what it said. Yes, yeah, I just I added as if he was like an addict. Yeah, <laughs> he's just been mainlining it. Um, Do you know what um, platform he's been listening on? No idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not. I would talked assume to him. it would be. I don't know, Spotify, Apple, or Google. Because I yeah. have seen the numbers go up, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah, another fan. Another fan. He is our probably number five. We got to rank all of them? No. <laughs> well, yeah, because that's how many we have. We can rank all of them. I guess uh, Melissa's still number one. My mom is number two. You said she hasn't listened to anything past the first. Okay, but that's the running joke, Joseph. That doesn't make She's number five then. <laughs> Even Illusion Neal mate. Illusion Neal's tied with your mom. <laughs> Who loves you more? Your mom <laughs> or Illusion Neal? Because both of them have listened to your our podcast equally. So Yes, but Illusioneal watches my YouTube videos. So actually that might mean that he loves me more. Wow. Yeah. Mom, you have a lot of explaining. Mom, to if you're I listening, guess. you you the gauntlet's been thrown. You <laughs> you kinda need to prove your love right now. Yeah. Well, um to address the elephant in the room, we did get better mics and I have said it at least like four times in different places, but um I'm not gonna say hopefully because I know it will, but you know, hopefully this makes for a better listening experience for everyone because uh, being the podcast producer and uh, editor, I've noticed that sometimes, depending on the way that I would set up our microphone in the previous episodes, um, either I would, no, I w- it was just usually that I would be too quiet. I don't know. For some reason, you'd like talk louder than I do, I guess. Maybe That's it's because your voice to. is deeper. Maybe. Because the, the frequencies and the waves... And the only one because I can't see color. Did you know that (laughs) since you can't, since you can't see, since I can't see color, it um my other like senses are heightened, so it makes my voice lower. It makes like (laughs) how how is that beneficial at all? Though it's hey, it's a pros and cons. You know, like it. it, I'm just um I don't know. I'm I'm really just I'm really just like doing like really dumb improv right now yeah oh, 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 you, oh you said you're funnier oh okay we're seeing i did hey I, I mean proven to not be true it's at making this both moment. of us laugh so uh yeah, maybe your humor's silly. gone down yeah, exactly my humor was always down joseph i used to watch youtube poops for fun mm. and they make no sense so that's where my humor stands mm. yeah anyway i turned on the ac for you now i'm cold <laughs> oh you heard me when i said i was cold what i said i was cold while you were in the bathroom to myself but really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So you want me to turn the AC off? No. Oh, I mean hot. I said it was um, hot. Yeah. yeah, I did. Oh, I don't think you did, but okay. Yeah, I did. It, mm, I don't know. Just because you're colorblind doesn't mean you can hear better. I told you my height, <laughs> my senses get heightened. Okay, but I, it's not. It I, doesn't work if you're colorblind. You have, have to be completely blind. I can't blind. see colors, so that way I can hear them. <laughs> <laughs> so you have synesthesia. Yeah. You're colorblind, but you have synesthesia. Yeah. Okay. This is one of the perks of being a man. <laughs> male 
male writers, we need you to write in. And male listeners, we need you to write in and tell us about how you can't see colors. Uh, your voices picks up better on a podcast, and um, and you have synesthesia. You can hear colors. I guarantee you, we're gonna we're gonna get like it's like finally like I'm not the only one like fi- this is this is representation. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, what episode is this? Eight? I think it's eight. Okay. This is episode eight of the Not Just Aaron podcast. I am Aaron and you are? Gary Busey. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> we... <laughs> that wasn't funny. We don't... Why are you laughing? Because it, it doesn't make sense. I told you this already. If the, the less sense that it makes, the funnier it is to me. Both? Wait. Okay. Well, then... Don't tell don't tell me it's not funny if you're like, yo, if it doesn't make sense, peak <laughs> comedy. Like Well anyway. That's just Gen Z humor a little bit. Well, we are Gen Z, Joseph. I yeah, don't know if you know this, but uh, actually this is the first I've heard of youngins. it. I thought we were boomers. <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, I think uh, we're on the edge though of Gen Z, because I think it starts in like ninety either ninety eight or ninety nine. You're ninety eight. But you're definitely not like a millennial, so no. yeah, much to think about. What is the next generation going to be called? I wonder. Because tumors. <laughs> Tum- <laughs> Come on, Dude, you can't be trash talking these babies. They're going to grow up and they're going to listen to this yeah, in the apocalypse and be like, oh, "We're tumors. We survived the nuclear a, war." You're going to make a TikTok and cancel me. <laughs> We're saying they're tumors. Actually, I kind of want to know what the next generation is going to be called. I'm going to look this up. But um, in the meantime, um, I want to know what this episode is about, because, well, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't maybe maybe I don't maybe I, I think today I was just like, yo, let's let's uh, let's just off the cuff. I don't even want to know going in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can you get the real raw reaction. You know, sometimes I see the questions beforehand. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it. I'm stewing on it right now. This is just live. This is raw. I don't yeah. know where we're going with it. And maybe that's it. Maybe we don't have a way we're going with it. No, we don't. We're just going with the flow today. Oh, man. But, um, after Gen Z is Generation Alpha, <clears throat> which mm. I'm assuming they're only called Alpha because mm. that's we ran out of regular letters. So we got to go with the funky letters. Mm. Not that they're all alpha males. Have you seen? <laughs> I saw this TikTok compilation on YouTube. Of there's this guy saying like something dumb about I don't know, but the first like response to him is like this woman who has to be like a grandma or something, like role playing as his mom. I'm describing it very poorly, but yeah. for those listening, there is a TikTok compilation called um, I think it's Alpha Male Gets Ethered or something like that. I know Ethered is in it, but um, the first one was exceptionally funny. Um, but yeah, no, they're they're not called alpha males or <laughs> generation alpha is not they're not alpha males because they're too young. Because I think you're uh, never too young to be an alpha male. Well, I mean, you know, that's what the doctor said when I was uh, born. They said, yo, <laughs> this is a giga chat right here. <laughs> it's like, congratulations. It's a chat. <laughs> <laughs> And then it's yeah. like, then, 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 like, immediately cut to like baby me. And then, like, I got that jawline. I'm like, you, you hear like the, pack. you hear the Giga Chad music, like the burr, 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 burr. Have you seen those? 
Um, uh, I'm I know I wondering here. I but feel I like... feel like I know the song, but not because of the meme. Well, but see, I was trying to I'm imitate it, and it just it didn't work. But I yeah. I recognized it immediately, though. It's it's Can You Feel My Heart by Bring Me the Horizon. If that is the Giga right Chad one. Giga song is the first thing that came up. Here, let's it? see. First, we get an ad. I hope I'm right, because then if I'm right from those few notes, it's going to feel great. It is. Yes. This is me. It's Can You Feel My Heart by Bring Me the Horizon. Okay, Same now hopefully everywhere. you are yeah. correct with that song. Now, Of course I am. Was That that wasn't loud enough to get like copy claimed, right? <laughs> no, because I was, we were talking over it and it was like. It was a little away from seconds. the mic. Well, yeah, we're, we're not going to get copyrighted. I don't know. They they might. For they, 0.2 seconds of bring the, me the, the Horizon song. Bring Me the Horizon. They're going to be like, yo, bring I me your you. bank account. <laughs> I don't think Ollie Sykes cares that much. Mm. Actually, you know what? I don't know. I know this is getting more into my interest and you probably can't like relate to this at all, but I feel like, I don't know. I don't even know what I was going to say. That was so weird. It was about Bringing the Horizon, but also like other previously metalcore adjacent bands that have, that people have said have gone like too mainstream and they're not good anymore. Mm -hmm. But I, I haven't listened really to any of their albums after Simp Eternal, so I can't really say. Did you say Simp Eternal? Yes. It's not S-I-M-P, it's S-E-M-P, as in time, or siempre. Sem what is siempre? What's that in Spanish? Always? I think so. I know semper. I think of, like, Latin. Well, you know, they're both uh, romance languages. Semperfi, I think, always strong, it's always forever. faithful. Hmm. So, yeah, that makes sense. But anyways, that was fun. I can't believe I got that off of those few notes that you said. But anyways, um, this is probably going to be a few... <laughs> over a week old now but i did really want to talk about the kanye west thing because it was so wild and wacky when i first mm. saw it and now um uh today even though it came out yesterday for some reason people are only talking about it today but con not kanye <clears throat> kim kardashian and like the other ones but not all of them it was just four of them they did a cover on vanity fair and as part of that they did like an interview and um kim said that oh you know if you if you want to be a business person, you gotta you gotta do the work. Nobody wants to work these days. Which honestly, like, listen, I respect the Kardashian grind. I I can't knock the grind, but Kim Kardashian of all people telling me to like get off my butt and work, it feels weird. Cause like, listen, I can appreciate that she's going to like law school and everything like that. But she going to law school. Well, I don't think she actually, like, enrolled in a law school, but I think she's doing a thing where you can, like, shadow, like, an actual lawyer or attorney. It's only available in, like, a few states. Hmm. And then you take, like, what they call the baby bar exam. And I think she actually failed it a couple of times and only recently, like, passed it. Hmm. So I guess from then you can take, like, the actual bar exam. And she's been doing a lot of, you know, activism for, like, prison reform and stuff like that, which is great. Mm -hmm. But when I think of Kim Kardashian, I don't think of hard worker. <laughs> it's just all I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was interesting. But back to the main topic. Um, Kanye West put out a music video. Not his song, though. It was, he was featured on another song, but for some reason, he made the video, the music video, like really specific to him. Basically what happens, I don't know if you ever like watched it. No, I just saw the thumbnail. Okay, so he like... It's so wild. He kidnaps Pete Davidson. Kidnaps. Because it's like in claymation. Mm -hmm. And like takes him out somewhere, buries him like up to his neck, and then puts 
rose seeds on his head and then he comes back and the roses are growing and he's like dead and it's honestly terrifying mm. um someone compared it to midsummer and i yeah I, oh. I got that vibe i was gonna compare it to well no i get they're both adequate comparisons but it reminded me of like the beef that eminem and like machine gun kelly had of just like they yeah. both really disliked each other for a while yeah but this feels <laughs> different it, it is different because eminem and MGK, that was that felt purely about music to me. And I guess they both made some low blows in their songs. Mm. But this one feels psychotic. Like, mm. it's unhinged at this point. Like, we get it, Kanye, you don't like P. Davidson because he's dating your ex-wife. But, like, nah. it feels really personal. Like, it, feel, it feels off. It feels weird to me. I mean, so is dating your ex-wife. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess, but at that point that... Or dating, yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're, like, broken up, and now Kim has been declared, like, legally single, so technically she can do what she, want, what she wants, so I don't... How long have they been divorced? It seems like a pretty, like... Well, I mean, I guess technically it only went through now, but the... I think she filed for divorce maybe sometime last year. It takes a while. I mean, mm. you know this, but it kind of takes a while for it to go through. And I mean, at the point that she had filed for divorce, I'm, I don't think their relationship was really going to be saved or salvaged anyway. Mm. I mean, so. it, I feel like most people can agree, though, that like getting into another relationship like super quickly is pretty tacky. Um, yeah, but... I feel like, but I don't know the timeline of this. I'm just, I'm just kind of saying, like, I think generally Kim speaking. And Pete started dating. Can't remember. It was before Kanye and <laughs> Julia Fox, which lasted for all of a month. But that, I want to say November, December. I could very well be wrong. I could also look it up. I don't yeah. know what I'm gonna get. Well, I want to know for my health, but um, for your health, yes, your health is gonna decline mm-hmm. if you don't look it up. October 2021. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I mean, listen, the, the thing is about all of this is that Kanye has been posting like text messages between him and Kim online and it's just like weird mm-hmm. and it's just it's just a messy divorce and it really seems that Kanye is like, I don't know, just controlling and kind of overbearing, you know, and Kim for the most part, I mean, I don't know if it was in the show at all. Like, they're divorced. It must have been. Isn't the show over? Or ending? Um, If it's not over now, it's ending. But there's, like, another show coming out. I, I don't know. There's there's a lot going on with them. But even though the divorce was technically on the show, she wasn't, like, you know, posting about it on social media. Now that I say that, okay, it wasn't... <laughs> Kim wasn't exactly trying to keep it private if she did, in fact, allow the divorce proceedings and all of that to be on the show. But I guess, you know, if we're keeping up with the Kardashians, then we want to keep up with them. A divorce is, like, part of that. But I don't know. I never watched their show. So, anyways, what was I saying? Oh, Kanye's just making things public that don't really need to be public. And honestly, making a super bad case for himself in the divorce. Because, you know, making, making a music video depicting you literally killing and like kidnapping your ex-wife's boyfriend is it's a bit weird it's not gonna look great for you so i don't know isn't he sort of like i i i agree isn't he sort of known for that though like remember like remember the famous music video where it's just like yo what if like all these famous people had an orgy (laughs) and it's like yo you want to see like donald trump's like wax butt (laughs) and like taylor swift Mm-hmm. uh nude and all this of course yeah. not real but at the same time still very strange and implication and like 
Yeah. Just, I don't know. Did, I think he had a verse about Taylor Swift in that song. I don't know. I don't yeah, well, the whole song, I think, was about her, where he's really? just like, well, maybe not all of it, but I know he's like, he says, like, I made that bitch famous. Oh, yeah, that and was the, the song's one. titled Famous. Yeah, yeah. Like, but maybe Which it's not. true, by the way. <laughs> Taylor Swift was famous in her own right before Kanye ever interrupted her on stage. But didn't, but it, like, didn't it, like, propel her to new heights? It made her, like, controversial, and, like, all of a sudden she went from, like, just being kind of someone to being maybe like an underdog of sorts. I will say it probably did turn her into an underdog, but I mean, she was literally getting a Grammy that year. I feel mm-hmm. like that's a good amount of recognition and she had a lot of fans at that point. So I don't know. I feel like weird. beef is more exciting than awards. If like, that's true. It is. I, like if Machine Gun Kelly won a Grammy, I would mm-hmm. never hear about it. But like I hear about Eminem wanting to like punch Machine Gun Kelly in the face. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, and really also, change genres. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I, watched, I think I watched a whole. Now. <laughs> well, I mean, isn't funny. that old news? Uh, well, I guess it technically is old news, but I didn't know if he knew it or not. I watched a video on it. It uh, it popped up in my magical YouTube recommended. You know, you never know what's going to be in there. Yeah, he's got a song with Willow Smith. Which are you a fan of Willow Smith? Um, well, I didn't really listen to her before. I mean, I wasn't blasting. I whipped my hair back and forth mm-hmm. back in the day, but but nowadays. Um, I mean, the only thing that I've heard of hers is like a snippet of her song with MGK and then another one when she like debuted with the whole um, punk girl Mm -hmm. era. And I did like that, but it just, it reminded me a lot of Hayley Williams and I was like, oh, this sounds exactly like Riot Era Paramore. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I like that album, but I like it, I don't know. Do we need to recreate that? Like, does that need to stay in the past? Because it feels like very old pop punk, you know? Maybe she's inspired by it. Maybe I she's mean, like, yeah, yo, Haley Williams freaking slaps. I want to do something like that. Yeah, but even Paramore doesn't make, para- make music like homage. that anymore. Um, no, I was just asking because... Um, I don't listen to her music to answer your question, but I have okay. heard some stuff. And while I do like it, I think I'll only like it because it reminds me of old stuff. Okay. Well, I was only asking because I discovered I was a fan of Willow Smith and didn't know it. Really? Um, I, I, fan may be a little strong. I just, mm-hmm. I like some of her songs, but I didn't know who they were by. And uh, yeah, I guess I just thought that was cool because like I listen, I listen to Pandora, you know, um, mm-hmm. like all cool people do. Spotify, yeah. get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, Pandora. Um, anyway, and so I just, I get what I get and like, I don't always know what it's going to be. And I like that. Mm -hmm. And there was this one song, I think like titled like, wait a minute Mm -hmm. that I've been listening to on like, uh, some sort of like indie radio on Pandora. And I like, I really dug it. And then when her song kind of, her song that she did with someone else where it was like, it blew up on TikTok where it was like the song where it's like caught a vibe. I don't know the name of it, mm. but that blew up on TikTok. And um, and I was like, okay, I knew that was Willow Smith, but I didn't know some of the other songs I was listening to were Willow Smith. And so eventually I connected the dots. I was like, this voice sounds similar to this voice. And I'm like, wait a minute, is that? And then I look at the artist and it's like Willow. And I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, good, good on you. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like, I all, all this to say is that I feel like if I knew I was listening to 
Willow Smith, I might have been a little biased against it. Really? Just only because, like, only because as far as Will Smith's kids go, mm-hmm. uh, Jaden has not done a lot for, like, their reputation (laughs) Um, of just kind of being a little, just being a little weird. And so I don't think I had much, you know, I'm not thinking about them day and night, but like Mm -hmm. with, with Jaden Smith and his weird, like intellectual tweets or whatever, I don't think I had much hope for Willow, but she, that that's from like a while ago. I don't don't know, but that's, that's permanently lodged in my brain. Yo, how can mirrors, Aaron, I have a question for you. How can mirrors be real (laughs) if our eyes aren't real? (laughs) Makes you think, don't it? Oh, um, anyway. Um, did you know he was dating, oh my goodness, Tyler Tyler the Creator? Who? Tyler the Creator. Wait, well, uh, Jaden Smith is dating Tyler the Creator? I don't know if they're still dating, but that's the last that I heard. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I didn't know if, I didn't know Tyler the Creator's sexuality. He came out like a while ago. Interesting. Yeah. It's been pretty open about it. But, mm. um, Not like I keep up. <laughs> well, yeah, but it was just a little weird to me because they are, they, there's a bit of an age gap there. So mm. I don't know. It felt odd. I don't think they're dating anymore. Did you ever watch um, Loiter Squad on, not HBO. Adult, Adult Swim. Swim? Yes. Uh, no, I don't know what it is. I assume it um, involves Tyler, the creator. Yes, it's him and like his whole crew. Mm. They They made a show, which is... Wow, it's it was like a sketch show. There's this one sketch that <laughs> that I really like, and it's honestly the only one I know from. But um, it's the you come to my birthday party and bring me a birthday gift on my birthday party, and it's it's like it goes like that. I've seen that clip. Mm-hmm. I think I saw it on Vine. It's yes. a good one. Didn't yes. I? Didn't know the context. It's from Loiter Squad. I don't know the context. All I know is it's from Loiter Squad. Hmm. So it's been in my HBO Max list for a while now. I don't know if I'll ever get around to watching it. But you know what is on HBO Max? What? Dune. Oh, it's on there now? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, that took a second. Yeah, it's back. Oh, that's you can cool. watch it a third time. Uh, well, a fourth time. Oh, because you, no. you pirated it once. No, so I saw it in IMAX the first time, and then it came back to the theater, and I saw it that time. And, and you then, pirated it. Yes. And then... <laughs> The next day after that, I saw it again, and um, I read the script along with it, so yeah. um, so it'll be my fifth time. <laughs> yeah. Do you count the script as watching it? Well, no. I didn't just read the script. I watched the movie, and I read the script mm-hmm. alongside it, just to see, you know. How does that add up to four, though? Or did you pirate it twice? I didn't pirate it twice. I, I downloaded it. She so. said, I pirated it once, and yes. then I watched it twice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you unfamiliar with torrenting, Joseph? <laughs> Legally, I will say no. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, it's, um, it's file sharing. It's really all it is. Mm. So I have a MP4 file yeah, well, somewhere. If you ever meet Denis Villeneuve, I bet he'll be very upset. <laughs> I went to theaters and saw it twice. I saw it in IMAX. I paid yeah. a premium for that. I think Buy I the Blu-ray. I don't have a Blu-ray player. Uh, get wrecked. Well. Buy it digitally. I'll watch on HBO Max, and maybe he'll get some sense from that. I don't know. I do really like it, though. I started listening to the soundtrack, but only one track. Who? I'm curious. You don't have to answer this. I'm curious. Who pays for your HBO Max? Well, I guess technically my parents, because I get it through their cable subscription. Mm. So, yeah. And they pay, like, over $200 for cable. I don't know why they still do it. But um, it works out for me, because then I get to watch Drag Race 
legally and for free every Friday. And it seems like... Is that on HBO? No, that's on cable. Yes, it's on VH1. Hmm. So, yeah. And I'll be able to watch Atlanta when it comes out. I mean, it comes out on Hulu, too. Well, yeah, but I have no idea. She said, that's what I don't have. My parents (laughs) pay $200 a month and it's not for Hulu. (laughs) Uh, The thing is, I had Spotify for students while I was in school, right? But Mm -hmm. it ran out like last December, Mm -hmm. but my Hulu still works. So I don't know what's going on there. I probably shouldn't have said that because then they're going to revoke my access. Ooh, Spotify Ooh, is, is one of our biggest listeners. I don't know if you know this, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I actually I actually contacted them. I was like, yo. Oh, uh, so you're a narc. Well, okay. What okay. It, no, I contacted them to <laughs> plug the podcast and be like, hey, um, like Hulu. Like, I don't know if this is your thing, but we got a podcast, me and my friend. Um, you know, you should listen to it. Yeah. And they're our sixth most uh, loyal listener. Mm. Well, big ups, Mr. Hulu, Hulu I guess. himself, <laughs> John Hulu, John M. Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm pretty excited for the next season of Atlanta, but I kind of forgot everything that happened in the previous seasons. You so. want to talk about Atlanta? I mean, we can, but like I just said, I forgot everything that happened in the. Let's previous have a. Season. Let's make this episode of Atlanta watch along. We can just listen. <laughs> we can watch it several hours loud ago. enough for the audience to hear, maybe. And then we talk over it. <laughs> or maybe not loud enough and then it's just watch long. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, I don't know. I wish you remembered it so that we could discuss it. Because, like, well, I guess. I remember, like, my favorite, like, parts and episodes. But they're. Well. I forgot major plot. Well, not major plot points, but just, like, just, you know, episodes. You've, you've heard me say this before. But, like, I really don't like season two. I find it uh-huh. utterly depressing. Yeah, it is really sad. Like compared to season one, I feel like uh-huh. season one is fun and it has kind of this like comedy tragedy like balance. Mm-hmm. And then it feels like um, season two is like entirely just tragedy. Like, mm-hmm. did you ever watch Black Mirror or no? No. Okay. Well, I'm trying to think of something I could compare it to where I just well, like. I know I feel... something to compare it to, but you're not going to know it because you haven't seen it. But BoJack Horseman, which you mm-hmm. probably would not like if, no, if I you th- don't like. Well, you know. I, I think I like dark stuff. Like, I mean, Rick and Morty's really dark. And... Yeah, but BoJack Horseman gets like sad. No, no, I know. So does Rick and Morty. So does, um, well, I don't know what is it? Black Mirror. Um, I, I can, I can palette some like sad, like depressing stuff, but mm-hmm. like something about Atlanta like in Rick and Morty, at least it's like sci-fi and it's mm-hmm. like, it's still funny. And um, I'm trying to think of what else. Black Mirror, it's it's also sci-fi and kind of like, it's it's kind of our reality in like the future. It's not mm-hmm. our reality currently. Yeah. And so, but meanwhile, Atlanta season two feels, if it like hits too close, too close to home for me where it's just like, I mm. I feel like, I just feel terrible after watching each episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Well, I did watch um, season two as it aired, so that was nice, especially mm-hmm. seeing the, um, I want to call him Teddy Pendergrass, but that is not what Teddy it was. Teddy Perkins. Teddy Perkins, yes. I saw that uh, along with the world, so that was fun. I like watching stuff live, mm-hmm. you know. Um, anyways, maybe maybe I'll catch the next season of Euphoria in like three years. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I remember especially oh, funny Euf- parts. Euphoria is another, sorry, uh, Euphoria is another, like, somewhat depressing show. But, like, I don't know, something about Atlanta. Like, I I, I guess I know you haven't seen Black Mirror. But, like, mm-hmm. Black Mirror, like, I usually after every, every episode, I would feel like garbage. And, mm-hmm. like, I feel 
worse after watching an episode of Atlanta season two than I do after watching Black Mirror. <laughs> Man, I must have really forgot it because I I'm not I'm not remembering nothing. All I the only well spoilers for season two of Atlanta, but the only thing I remember is that uh, Van not Van. What's his name? Donald Glover and Zazie Beats. They broke up. Van is his girlfriend. Ern is Donald Glover. Yeah, okay. Ern and Van. Yeah. (laughs) They broke up and... um, Very depressing episode. Yeah. I can't remember why, though. Well, because it's like, it's really spoilers. I guess we're fully diving in. It's like they're kind of fighting. It's like a will they, won't they. But it's not a will they, won't they, like, in the sense, like, get together. It's like, will they, won't they break up. And then... In a very early episode in season two, they just, I don't know, this kind of like bitterness or like this jealousy forms between them and like they, yeah, they just end it. And like Mm -hmm. it, I I, I guess like, I don't know, I don't want to like hate on the show too much because like I still, I don't know, I I liked season one a lot and Mm -hmm. I still think it's well made, but like the stories just feel like too real and they (laughs) feel just like just depressing like there's no i feel like everything i watch i like there to be like a glimmer of hope like Mm -hmm. um i don't know if you've seen have you seen it chapter one yeah okay really okay good good that was my um disastrous first date oh yeah yeah so that movie really dark you know deals with very heavy themes of like child abuse and like uh i'm trying to think of other stuff like bullying like to the extreme extent and like Mm -hmm. sexual abuse and all this stuff. It's a really dark movie. Yeah. Um, But at the, at the, at the very least it has this like glimmer of hope where it's like, Oh, they got through that together as friends. And Mm -hmm. like, I really like that. Um, I don't feel that in, in Atlanta season two, it just feels dark Mm -hmm. and depressing. And I just like literally after almost nearly every episode, I have like a headache and I'm like, I just say to Melissa, I'm like, I'm upset. Like I, I feel like garbage. (laughs) Not, not really selling the show, but I guess I'm not really trying to. Well, I'll say that I liked it when I saw it. I just can't really remember a whole lot. I mean, I liked, I think as far as season two goes, I liked the first episode. I liked the Florida man episode. um, Right. Or alligator man. Yeah. Um, what is it? I liked that. And then everything after that was like, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably going to just sound like a broken record of just like, mm-hmm. it's depressing and it's sad. But honestly, now that I think about it, I think all my favorite episodes are from season one. Cause it's the one where, um, Paperboy goes on like the public access show and the fake commercials. Uh, I think that's the, the best episode the can, of season one. <laughs> the price on the can though. The price. Wait, what? The price on the can though. I feel like you're making a reference and I don't get it. It's one of the, um, they did like a fake commercial for Arizona. You know, they have that it's um, $1.50 on the can. Mm -hmm. Then he rings it up and it's more than $1.50. And you're like, the price on the can though. Mm. Price is on the can. I remember the commercial where it's like that guy, it's like a car commercial. And he's Mm -hmm. like, yo, if you, if you get this car, you'll be a success. And then like, it keeps playing. Mm -hmm. But each time progressively, it's like, yo, have that guy just circled the block like three times. Like, <laughs> and then it's like the last one. It's like, he gets out of the car. He's like naked from the waist down. Like <laughs> he's homeless, like living in his car. And it's like, yeah, but he's, you know, he's got the, I don't know the, what's a, he's got the BMW or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. No. And then, um, there's the episode. It's like, it's a single, it's like a running gag in the episode, but they talk about 
a guy with an invisible car. Oh, that one. No, that's. <laughs> what is it? Don't they reference that in like. It was in a different episode, I think. Yeah. And then they go to the club. And they come outside, and then someone starts shooting. Yeah. And everyone starts running, and the guy in the invisible car runs somebody over. Yeah. That, season season one's really funny. Yeah. Like, like I think me me and Melissa, we, I don't know, we we're always like we're always starting shows and never finishing them. Mm-hmm. And so for some reason, I was like in the mood for Atlanta. I was like, Yo, mm-hmm. Melissa, you got to check out Atlanta. We watched season one like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched it, I feel like, in a week. Um, we get, went through it really quickly. And then season two, I think it's taken us like a year. It's taken me like two or three years to get through. Um, wow. Because like, I literally, I watched the episode where like, um, Paperboy is trying to get a um, a haircut. And that episode annoyed mm-hmm. me to no end. And I was just right, like. Right, because like he gets robbed and then. Different something. episode. He gets robbed oh. in a different episode. But is that not the one where he like goes to the barbershop and just things just keep happening? He goes to like a salon because he's like meeting up with a girl. Oh. Um, yeah. Okay. He's getting like a some. He's 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 at like a salon, hmm. but they're similar. But no, they're, they're two different episodes you're thinking of. But okay. that one like annoyed me to no end. And then I had heard like the next one. Oh, and then I was also depressed by like the episode where they break up like that mm-hmm. one was just really sad and um then i heard the next one teddy perkins while very famous was like a horror episode and so yeah. i spent like a year or two not watching that and then eventually because <clears throat> because like the 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 episode where they break up and mm-hmm. then the episode where he gets a haircut left such a bad taste in my mouth i just mm-hmm. never got around to it mm-hmm. and then at then like starting to date melissa are dating Melissa for a while. Like, when did that come out? I wonder. I think that season aired in like 2018. Because I was still Holy in college. Frick. Well, I started in 2018, so it's taken me like four years to get through Atlanta wow. season two. <laughs> did because it, in 2018? I don't know. it did. You are correct. Oh, yeah. In March, so we are on the cusp. We are on the fourth. My goodness. Yeah, I know. Atlanta's turning into Rick and Morty with how frequently their seasons come out. Yeah. I think, um, I'm not sure how that's going to do with, like, their, not user base, that doesn't make sense, their viewer base, yeah, mm-hmm. because um, the show that I like a lot, Mr. Robot, also kind of ran into this problem where season one and season two, it was, like, normal, they came out, like, a year apart, mm-hmm. but season three took maybe, like, a year and a half or two years to come out, and then season four took, like, a long time to come out, because mm-hmm. um, the show is set in 2015, and it ended in like 2018 mm. or 2019. I can't remember, but um, they had like lost viewers over that time because it took so long for the seasons to come out. So I don't know if that's going to happen to Atlanta as well. I hope not because it deserves to go on. But did you hear it'll be ending in uh, season four? Really? Yeah. Mm. Well, then so will my depression. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I think it's good when shows end when they need to. Why do you think it's ending? Like the story know. or like... Probably story. It's I like mean. Paperboy made it. Earn didn't. <laughs> well, I mean, this next this next season, they're like in Europe. So mm. I don't know. Who knows what goes on there? But... Um, Crazy European shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know why it's ending after four seasons. Um, going to talk about Mr. Robot again, but... Uh, Mr. Robot also only went on for four seasons, and I think that was good for that because, I mean, 
You don't know anything about Well, I told you a little bit about it. It's like Fight Club, if they went into the ramifications of what happened afterwards. Yeah. After they deleted everyone's debt. Um, oh, so the show starts with that? No, so season no, one. Spoilers. If you want me to watch it, you can't spoil it. You're not going to like it. I really don't think you're going to well, like I'm, it. I'm, because of, you know, the whole depressingness of it. Well, like I said, I can handle it to an extent. Like, I... Also, you're probably going to forget when I tell you anyways. So. Well, no. Well, see, now now you've cemented it. Now if you tell me, <sighs> I will permanently remember it. You can't, you can't say something like that because it sticks with me. Um, but, no, I can handle a certain amount of, like depressing i don't know i like i like i can enjoy like dark sad stuff Mm -hmm. um but i guess i can sometimes only handle so much and Mm -hmm. i think mr robot i had heard a little bit about the show and it i think it intrigued me even knowing very little about it but Mm -hmm. i guess i just don't watch a whole lot of tv i think uh Um, ronnie malik won an emmy for it for best actor yeah he gave a very he gave a very wholesome speech. Where are you to, going? I needed to stand up and adjust my pants. Oh um, my God. Okay, yeah, he gave a very wholesome speech. It seemed like that really uh, I can't remember propelled him into. Well, he. I feel like winning that award kind of like made him like more of like an A list actor. You know, before that, he was just like yeah. he was on Mr. Robot. He was in Not until at the museum. on until dawn. Uh, yeah. And also Night at the Museum, <clears throat> don't sleep on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Classic, the classic. He was um, King Tut, I think. Mm. Yeah. But um, what is it? I. It just seemed like that really like made him an A-list actor. And hey, do you think it? Well, I mean, you haven't seen it, so you can't say. It, but do you think it was him <laughs> getting an Emmy or his performance? Because I will say, his performance is phenomenal. And Christian Slater, Christian Slater does not get his flowers for that. I think he should. I think his. I mean, his performance got him the award, but I think the award got him the notoriety. This is you can have a good performance, yeah, sure. but if no one sees it, like, you know. Yeah, I feel like. I don't but know. if you get an award, people are like, "Oh, I should watch that performance." <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I will say though, um, the pilot is not great. Mm-hmm. It does, you know, it does the job of the first episode, which is to set the scene for like the rest of the season. So like it establishes all of that pretty well, but. I don't know. It feels like the writing is the weakest out of all of the other episodes. In the pilot? Yeah, the pilot. That seems very bad. I feel like usually, like, even if your show sucks, mm-hmm. I feel like you should have, like, a decent pilot. Well, I mean, I guess the pilot itself <clears throat> is decent, but also you have to realize that this show aired on USA, which is not known for their fantastic programming. Mm. So, I mean, the bar may have been on the floor, and maybe, you know, Sam Esmail did a little... A little sneaky sneak in there with a meh pilot and a phenomenal rest of this season. Um, the cinematography is also great, but also the person who did the cinematography for the pilot did not do it for the rest of the series. It's like someone else. And the music, I think. The acting, the cinematography, and the music are what make it what make Mr. Robot for me. But the story itself is, I think it's good, but looking back on it, because I've been kind of binging the series recently. Um, it's, it's it's very, we live in a society. So if you want to watch it, be prepared for that. I'll um, say, I'll say like, I feel like you can make like, we live in a society jokes, but like, it's not necessarily like a bad thing. Like, no, it's not. I it's feel just, like, you, you know, you notice it a lot. <clears throat> I feel like you you should only use those when it seems like, 
someone's like making like a a vague or like shallow statement of like oh my god like uh traffic or drivers these days they're so bad like uh no one was raised right or something no one knows how to use their turn signal and not cut people off or whatever it's like we live in a society like i feel like it's like that but like you can still have i feel like valid critique or statements on society as a whole so like yeah and i do think it does it just it's very i don't want to say heavy-handed but it does feel heavy-handed at times Mm, you're really selling it here Uh, i I love i love you know on the top of my list of what I look for in a show before starting it is a uh, heavy handedness and a bad pilot. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I don't know, man. So get, like there's one more box and that's like, um, I don't know, terrible. Uh, maybe it's on a streaming service. I don't like then boom, I'm, I'm watching Prime. it. Holy frick. <laughs> I got to start. I, we got to end the episode right now. Um, uh, do you not like Amazon Prime? Uh, only because their their like UI is not good. Like, yeah. I mean, I watch everything on like my Playstations, and their app is not great. But honestly, it's not great on PC either. They do have some pretty good content. Um, yeah. I really like Invincible. I like um, I like Fleabag. Um, I feel like they have good they have good content, but. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that UI. If if yeah. if I'm gonna have a bad time like finding what I want to watch or watching what I want to watch, then I'm when I'm like, hmm, what should I watch? I'm gonna be like, eh, do I want to go? Do I want to wrestle with Amazon Prime right now? Yeah, <clears throat> I haven't been watching it on Amazon Prime, but it is on there. So does that make you more or less of a fan of Mister Robot if you're pirating it? <laughs> how, do you, how do you know that's what I meant? Are you are are you? Uh, I don't know, man. Listen, what would, the, what would the creator of the show prefer? It's like everyone watching Probably it pirating it because, you know, the... We live in a society. That's exactly. Why. Big corporations, they don't need to be in our lives. Meanwhile, so. he's starving and homeless. Like, he, <laughs> I think Sam Esmail is doing fine. He <clears throat> did a show after this. Also, he's married to someone that I did not expect. Speaking of shows, uh-huh. did you ever watch... Um, have you ever gotten into American Crime Story? Yes. Oh, my goodness. People versus O.J. Simpson ate it up. Mm-hmm. Gianni Versace watched that as it was airing, loved it. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Did you know there's a season three? Yes, I did, but I have no idea when it came out because they were talking about it for the longest time. Because season two came out in like twenty, it had to be 2018 because I was still roommates with old girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they were talking about that for the longest time, and I think it like just came out. And this one is gonna be what Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. and then the one after that's supposed to be like Brian Williams in Katrina, which I don't. I mean, hey, there. I, I can't really remember what all happened there, other than that he like lied about being in a helicopter or something. I don't know but if it's about that. I, I think it is because I saw, I read on Wikipedia, and this is Wikipedia. So. Well, I'm I'm on IMDb, so uh, <laughs> fight me here. This is what season four says. Uh, Read it out story, loud for the audience. The story of Steve Rubell and Ian Schrager, their meteoric rise and their epic fall when their impresarios were convicted of tax fraud. I've never even heard of that. Exactly. That's Perfect, juicy TV. No, so I just asked because I got a random ad for season three and Bill Clinton mm-hmm. um, on YouTube. And I was like, oh, shoot, this show's still going. And um, yeah, I was wondering just if you watched it because I think I've always wanted to check out season two but mm-hmm. i guess in in my recent years like i said don't watch a lot of tv mm-hmm. and so i just never got around to it but i did really like the people versus oj simpson i thought it, it started out really strong and kind of 
went a little down in quality, like yeah. the longer it went on. Um, really? I feel like they could have cut some content or made it like an episode or two shorter. Um, okay. But I feel like it's the first... It's been a first, while since I watched it. So I felt like the first half was like, oof, like... Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, anyway. Man, what's Cuba Gooding Jr. up to these days? Because he, he is a good actor. He's in Snow Dogs 5. <laughs> you ever watch that movie as a kid? Yes, I love Snow Dogs. Yeah, I don't remember a thing of it, but me too. <laughs> yeah. It was like, we were just both like toddlers and it was like, Yo, okay. is, that a, is that a Disney movie with a dog on it? Hold Sign on. me it up. Came out, it came out at least 2007. I'm going to say that it came out in like 2002. I don't think so. Snow Dogs? Bro, I don't think so. you are... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna boldly say you're incorrect, but I haven't even looked it up yet. <laughs> exactly. Two thousand. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. I want to wait. Okay, good. It's not revealed. Okay, so you're you're. What's your final answer? I'm gonna say two thousand six. Ooh, not as confident in yours. I'm gonna say I'm gonna bump mine up as well because I'm also not confident. <laughs> um, to two thousand three. Okay. Ooh, what? 2002, baby. I should have been confident. Well, you're right, I guess. But I, saw I it. guess there's there's a there's. What do you mean you guess? Okay. The facts are the facts. Anne. All right. Hey, you want to know? I only the, saw it when I was like in the third grade. You want to know what so. the? Uh, we're literally toddlers. <laughs> in the third grade. Oh. Well, when <laughs> it came out. When it old. came out. Um, you want to know what the tagline is? What is the tagline? It's a. Uh, Get ready for mush hour. That's so lame. Yeah. Wow. We should rewatch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Make a night out of it. See if Snow Dogs really lives, lives up to the hype. When a Miami dentist inherits a team of sled dogs, he's got to learn the trade or lose his pack to a crusty mountain man. <laughs> Crust. Who's the crusty mountain man? <laughs> it's, um, oh, Jeff Bridges. Really? No. I don't no. know if it's him, but I think he's in the movie. Who's See the, the Jeff Bridges or another old man actor. There's a couple of old. I mean, yo, Michael Bolton's in this. Hold on, let me see. This is Michael Bolton's in it. I only know of him because the Lonely Island. Oh no, he's not the old crusty man. Who who is in this? Yo, it I has a like... 29 on Metacritic. I don't think Snow Dogs slaps as hard as we think it does. Well, that's because they don't allow children onto Metacritic. So mm. what can you do? Who is in that? Uh, I feel like not think... a lot of people. It's like Cuba Gooding Jr. Jr. Some guy named James Coburn, Cisco, N- Nichelle Nichols, M. Emmett Walsh, Graham Greene, Brian Doyle Murray, Joanna huh. Bacalso, Jean-Michel like... Paré, okay, I don't, Michael Bolton. We're not going to get to Jeff Bridges. All right, he now let's go to the uncredited people. About, hold on. He was, in a, he was in another movie about like sled dogging or Yo. Deborah Ann Smith. Wait, Deborah Smith Ford. She played pedestrian uncredited. Oh, her? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's insane. Alongside, she also played alongside. Um, oh, wait. I need to do more. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. There's Paul Aldani as BMW driver uncredited. Him? I know him from back in the. Yeah, him. Mm. See, you can't repeat the same joke, Aaron. It just doesn't work. This is, this, we got to work on your improv. <laughs> Well, Joseph, I mean, I know a certain man. Who... I'm giving you all I got here, and you're giving me nothing back. I need more. Well, yes at least I know what to do when it comes time ends. to do when it's to do what we need to do. Yeah, right? I'm gonna puke on this mic. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to clean it. <laughs> but I swear, Jeff Bridges was in a movie about sled dogs. Jeff Bridges has been in a couple of movies. So I can confirm this. 
Was it? It was Snow Dogs. It was called Snow Dogs. Hold on. Jeff Bridges is in. Yes, is he in is. Other Snow Dogs. Hold on. Maybe it was the American version. Wait, the Chinese version. No, no. Yes, he was written by starring. Oh my god. Why is this coming up then? Which Snow Dogs did you grow up on? Write in in the comments. There's only one. Is it Blown Away? No. Was he not in... Hold on. Your childhood is is, is shattered. No, because I googled Jeff Bridges' movie Sled Dogs and I come up with Snow Dogs, which we were talking about, but if he's not in it, then he ain't in it. Hmm. I don't know. Jeff Bridges is older than I thought. He was born in 49. Yeah, well, you know who else was born in 49? These nuts? No. Okay. What was I even talking about? I don't know. We're talking about sled dogs now. Um, I don't know, man. I used to really be into dogs growing up, like mm. learning about them. And I knew all the different dog breeds and I knew all of the um, American Kennel Club groups. And I would watch um, the dog shows because it would come on every Saturday morning on Animal Planet. And this was before Animal Planet went downhill. So they were still showing quality content. And I would watch it after I would watch Crashbox on HBO, which is on HBO Max, which is so lit. Oh, my God. I should go back and watch it. But Crashbox did not have as many episodes as I thought it did. I thought it had a whole lot of episodes. They were just doing reruns a whole lot. And me being a child, I did not remember any of them. But, oh, my goodness. You don't know what I'm talking about because I don't think you had HBO growing up. But there is this one segment on Crashbox that I hated Oh my goodness. I can't remember what it was called, but all of my people who grew up with premium cable know what I'm talking about. It's the guy, I can't remember like what the character's name was, but basically his whole thing was that he was like gross and you would eat like beans out of a can and it was it was so nasty. I could not watch it. I hated it so much. I hated that segment. Mm-hmm. That was the worst. I had to like leave the room when it came on. You got a problem with beans? No, it was just nasty. It was it was visually bad. Like, hold on. No, I don't want to see it. If well, it's you that have bad. to. You have to. Well, okay. This is like me as a child, so it might not be that bad now. But I want you to share in my pain. Mm-hmm. Did you ever? I want to go back to Animal Planet. Did <laughs> it was you ever, this one. Oh God, it's did so you ever, bad. Did you ever see that? Actually, does look pretty gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to describe this to the audience. Okay. So this is a this is a Muppet. This um, looks like a Muppet. I think. Well, it's a puppet. It's not. You know. Jim has is there improved. A ha- Wait, what do you mean? What? No, you, Muppets. Muppets isn't, aren't exclusively like Jim Henson. I thought they might be trademarked. Let me see. You might be right, but let's see. But it is puppetry. We'll say that. It's the revolting slob. That's his name. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Here's exactly what I'm talking about. Well, it does look pretty gross. It looks yeah. like he's eating turds. <laughs> exactly. It's so nasty. Uh, my revolting slob haters out there know what's going on. Are we looking up if Muppet, Muppets is trademarked? Yes. Okay. You know Jim Henson, he was from Mississippi. They had a um they had a museum exhibit in like Meridian at it's, some point. It seem with my minimal research, it seems that Muppets is linked to Jim Henson and so okay. everything else is just a puppet. Yes. Um but we can we can describe this nasty <clears throat> fellow. So this is a puppet. It's not mm-hmm. real. Uh he has quite the bulbous nose think mm-hmm. squidward but more human he has this wide mouth which tilted sideways looks like something else um <laughs> <laughs> uh, no it doesn't no it doesn't tilted sideways no it's got teeth 
Exactly. That makes it worse. <laughs> um, he has these rotting, disgusting teeth. He has a, a giant pot belly with a, like, a belly button the size of a fist and with a full head of hair coming out of it. Um, giant meaty hands. Mm-hmm. Um, a unibrow. Uh, mm-hmm. Quite, quite disgusting. Ear hair, full head of hair coming out of his ears. No hair on his head, hardly any. Um, I don't know. I think the audience is throwing up. I think they've had enough. Yeah. But um, it, it was. What is it? I was. I, I was trying to talk about Muppets. No, I was trying to describe that. What was I trying yeah. to talk about? I don't know. It was something. Some show maybe crossed my mind. Um, HBO. It's gone. Maybe yeah. we can't find it. Well. well you win some, you lose some. Anyway, that concludes. Um, who does? <laughs> you do. Oh gosh, it has been fifty. Why do minutes, I lose most it? of them? Well, Joseph, your memory not the best. And I if you're you gonna say selectively. I thought you just meant life in general. I was oh, like, no. man, like that's just harsh. Like, <laughs> no, I was talking about remembering things. I want to cry on the podcast? Oh, you ever try to cry on command? Um, no. I have. And were you successful? No, nah, I can just get my eyes like really watery, like okay. maybe get a little like a little, you know, a little water buildup up in the uh, the old eyeballs. And uh, what is it? But I can never like I can never like break the dam. The tears never flow. They just like mm-hmm. they just <laughs> like, yeah, mm-hmm. anyway. I feel like to make myself cry on command, I would have to think about something sad mm-hmm. and then I would become sad, which is a state of being that I don't enjoy being. Mm-hmm. So, no, I don't. So. What if you're just always sad? Um, That's my secret cap. I'm always Mm, sad. (laughs) That's my secret. Yeah. Um, I like to think that I'm north of sad most of the time. Mm. So, yeah. North of sad? Yes. Sounds like a song. North of sad? Yeah. We can start our uh, punk metal band right after we become Daisy Streamers. I, I really want to play Daisy now. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I want to so much, but it costs like $28. That's a little it's a little expensive. Well, I um, mean, not really. If you can compare it to some AAA games, which mm. are creeping up to $70 now. Yeah. Hopefully I'm... not. Hopefully, hopefully, gamers, we can rise up. We can <laughs> swat down the $70 price tag. We will not stand for it. Yeah. And gamers, they are known for rising up. So I think we will be successful with this, mm. but... I was not buying $60 games to begin with, so... I was, and I'm okay with that. But $70? No, unless it's one I really care about. (laughs) And then that's how they get you. Yeah, I know. That's what sucks. But I think... um, I want to know... I want to know how many people successfully... Or no, not successfully. I want to know how many people bought the new Battlefield. Mm -hmm. uh, And then how many people were successful in getting a refund. Um, Mm -hmm. Because that game was $70. I really? believe, yeah. Wow. But it was also considered like one of the worst battlefields in like recent history. Mm-hmm. Um where like it's like oh it's a broken mess, like there's hardly any content. Um and it's like it's like oh it's seventy dollars. Like mm-hmm. yeah, you you had like years to work on this. How did you drop the ball this hard? Mm-hmm. And do you know there's not gonna be a, a Call of Duty next year? I I hear I've heard these rumors. Mm-hmm. It's unconfirmed, but I've heard these rumors. Yeah. Is it really unconfirmed? I don't think so. I wait. I I do think so. I think it's like it's like a rumor that spread around the industry, hmm. like wildfire, because it's a 
has a huge ramification. But I think a lot, most of the rumors in the games industry do turn out to be true. Yeah. Is it really that huge of a ramification? They just don't make a game, like what, financially, reputation wise? Uh, It's more. Yo, why are the cops outside? They're patrolling. Mm, all right. Um, some of this I I did like kind of like learn, or maybe I I didn't necessarily think about this of my own accord. More like I'm repeating what I heard in my PlayStation podcast that I listened to. But, mm-hmm. um, no, for the the best selling game of the year every year for the past like fifteen years to like all of a sudden not be coming out mm-hmm. one year, it's like now there's like a huge like power vacuum where it's like there are millions of people that are just going to have $60 that they are going to be itching to spend. And they're going to spend it on NFTs. <laughs> no, well. but you can buy a $60 NFT. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> probably. probably. Yeah. Anyway, but no, like it's like it's it is the biggest game like every year, like mm-hmm. every month, you know what I mean? It's like every month. Oh, uh, like month if, to if month, you look yeah. at like sales charts, yeah, where okay. it's like it's That's like what's wild. the best selling game of like um the month now i'm i'm like exaggerating slightly but usually it's like every month it's like best-selling game is call of duty and even then it's like go down like to like fifth place it's Mm -hmm. like last year's call of duty like call of duty sells and so for that to not be coming out one year it's like there's gonna be a huge vacuum where it's just like yo like people are like we gotta get our games out like or Mm -hmm. it's like we gotta get a shooter out that can appeal to this like audience that you know, I feel like a lot of I, I I would say that like most of the people that play Call of Duty probably do not keep up with video game news. And they literally just like no. they're like, oh, there's a Call of Duty out every November. And so they play it for a year and then they're like, hey, this new one, they see a trailer. They're like, this new one looks sick. Let's they buy it and then whatever. So when this <laughs> when this new one doesn't come out, they're going to be like, where is it? Mm-hmm. What, what do I do? They're going to, you know. What are these frat guys going to do? What are they going to play? You know, I want to clown on Call of Duty fans, but my favorite series is the Sims series, which is like notoriously broken. Mm. So I don't I don't know if I have much room to argue. Well, see, I don't think Call of Duty is known for being broken. It's just Not like, like broken or it's just known for being repetitive and like yeah. just kind of like, you know, uh, you know, we uh, what is it? For Call of Duty ghosts, there's the uh, the infamous uh, fish physics or whatever, where it's yeah. like, yo, if you swim up to the fish, they swim away. Did you know that? That's what we added. <laughs> oh, to the this. fish AI? Yeah, fish AI. Yeah. There we go. Um, well, But even then, even where it's like, even where it's like um, for Infinite Warfare, what back when, but, uh, that was back in like, what, like 20? 20... 2007? Oh my God. No, really been that Infinite long. Warfare. Um, yeah. Where like, it was all. It came out around the same time as a trailer for Battlefield One, mm-hmm. and Battlefield One, like there was so much hype around that, and then a trailer for Infinite Warfare came out, and people were like, "Boo!" And it was literally like the most like I think at the time it was like the most disliked video on YouTube. U- yeah, yeah. And so it was like it got millions of dislikes. Most disliked video on YouTube, still mm-hmm. best selling game of the year. Like, wow. like yeah. And so for that not to be coming out uh, next year. Is is I think going to have like massive ramifications, not necessarily mm-hmm. for Call of Duty or like the you know Activision and the companies that make it, but more just everyone else of how everyone else responds. It's going to be yeah. fascinating. Wow, <clears throat> I was going to say something and then I totally forgot it. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite games on this whole wide planet got banned in Australia. It's mm-hmm. RimWorld, and 
Apparently, the Australian government was super not cool and leaked that there would be a console version coming out. Um, potentially. This mm. hasn't been confirmed yet. Um, and so, because of that, I guess they actually reviewed the game and were like, you know what, we're not going to sell this in Australia. Um, but at first, the Steam version was unaffected. You could still buy it and play it on Steam. But eventually, they also like blocked it on Steam. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, RimWorld, <laughs> they are affectionately called within the community um, the war crime simulator. So, you know. <laughs> and I don't know about this game. What is it? I will show you the trailer afterwards. But it's um it's a colony simulator. It's very often compared to Dwarf Fortress, which I don't know if you've ever even heard of or played. I've never played it, but it can... It gets compared to that a lot, um, but it's basically, you know, a colony simulator game. Gosh, I really don't know what to compare it to other than Door Fortress, but it's kind of like that, where your goal... Well, I, I hear, like, colony simulation. I think of, like, civilization. Like... Sort of, but I feel like it's more detailed than that because each smaller colonist... Smaller scale? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Each colonist, you kind of have... They have, like, their own personalities. They have their own, I don't know, stories and, like, lives and stuff, and... Mm -hmm. I can remember distinctly that eventually um, on the homepage of it went from being called a colony simulator to a story simulator. So mm -hmm. I guess that's really where they wanted to um, focus it. But it's a little indie game. It came out, I want to say, it wasn't 2020. I think it was like 2018 was when 1.0 came out. But I had been playing it since, geez, since I was in high school. I've been playing RimWorld for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And I only really, like, acknowledged that until, like, recently. But it's it's been out for a while. But it, um, you can, there's, you can do some, some organ harvesting. You can, um, butcher colonists, mm -hmm. um, after you have killed them. And, um, and that's only in the base game. There, mm -hmm. The whole modding community is like, like there is a flaying DLC. <laughs> well, you can make um, you can put heads on pikes. That's mm -hmm. that's a mod though. Um, and then there's you know the controversial mod. Mods don't care, matter. Well, no, they don't. But still, in the base game, you can harvest organs mm -hmm. and commit okay, tell me about these mods. Crimes. Well, the big controversial mod of the game is called Rim Job World. And um, it adds a lot of... <laughs> I think when you told me the, the name of the game, that's the first thing I thought of. Or when you told me the name of the game and that it was banned in Australia, I was uh -huh. like, oh, there's too many rim jobs. <laughs> but I didn't... Honestly, I don't know if I fully know what that is. So I'm going to urban um, dictionary it. I'm going to urban dictionary it. Okay. Well, basically, it adds a lot of sex stuff to the game. And one of those things that um, pawns can do now is, like, rape each other. So... Sick. <laughs> it's It's not great. Um, I don't think it was ever on the Steam Workshop because I don't think they would, like, allow it on there. But um, there are other mod, I don't know, marketplaces that you mm -hmm. can get mods from. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like the forbidden mod within the community. But I will say mods are really what make that game come alive, which... I mean, listen, it's an indie game, small studio, a handful of people. They're doing the best they can. And honestly, the base game is still great. But I cannot play it without mods. But anyways, um, all of that said, it got banned in Australia. And I think it remains banned in Australia. But I don't know if you remember this. Uh, Australia has banned all the GTA games. They banned, like, really any uber-violent game over there. No, yeah. So. Uh, any, like... If your game's got a little blood, banned. If your game's yeah. got a, a booby, banned. Yeah, exactly. So Australia, Australia is kind of known for that. 
Yeah. So, honestly, it's kind of surprising that they didn't do it before, but I guess because, I don't know, it was a PC game and didn't really get looked at that closely. But, I mean, through this, we know that RimWorld is potentially getting a PC port soon. Not PC. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Console port soon, which is pretty exciting because then they'll introduce it to, like, a whole new audience, and that's great. I really like the RimWorld community. It's very mm. closely knit and just just a good time. It's one of the few subreddits I actually enjoy going on. So. It's like Harvest some Morgans with your pals. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it, there is no multiplayer mode, but there are, like, two separate multiplayer mods. Mm. So... Yeah, I gotta remember to show you the trailer. I don't think I ever showed it to you, though. Because I know it, I've talked about it before, and I described it to you before, but I think I actually showed you the trailer. But I don't know if I would find a trailer that interesting. I just wanted to know what you're talking about as yeah. you're talking about it. <laughs> okay. I'm still going to show you the trailer. Because I, I do like the trailer. The trailer's nice. How long is it, though? It's not seven minutes. It is a trailer after all. Mm. So it's under Six. seven minutes. No, it's 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 an overview trailer where they show you all the okay. gameplay mechanics and all the variations. Really got to sell you on it. And it is seven minutes long. <laughs> I don't think such a trailer exists, but um, it's not super popular on Twitch, but there are a couple popular Twitch streamers who do stream it. Um, I don't watch them because I, I tried watching a streamer who had never played RimWorld before watch it. And me having like 2,000 hours in the game, watching them not know what to do was super frustrating, so I couldn't do it. Mm. But um, yeah, it's a fun little game. It, it holds a special place in my heart. It's it's number two next to The Sims. So that's a it's a pretty, pretty big shoes to fill, you know? Mm. I'm now currently, just because you, I, I don't know what we were talking about before, but you were like, <laughs> you either. were like one of my favorite games. Uh, now I'm like one of my favorite games mm-hmm. um but then i'm i'm sitting here thinking about it. i'm like oh shoot what do i say um because i have like a couple but like i don't know if i've ever picked like just one mm-hmm. um well what i feel like okay for me the sims is only like in my top spot because of the i don't know the importance it had in my life and just where it was for me when I was in certain places. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, the impact that it had, we'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, of all the games that I've played, it's probably not, you know, the best story-wise or gameplay-wise or anything like that, but it has significance to me personally. So mm-hmm. maybe take that into account when thinking of your favorite game. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have like a list and it's mostly consisted of sequels. Um, mm-hmm. Well, Sims 2 is my favorite, so that's a sequel. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm really like trying to like pick Half-Life one. 2 is one of my favorites. That's a sequel. Still mm-hmm. haven't played the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, like I could say like Borderlands 2. I could say Infamous 2. I could say Assassin's Creed 2. I don't know. I feel like I want to talk about one of my favorites, but like I'm not sure... I, I don't know. I'm having a hard time picking one, you know, mm-hmm. um, kind of like looking at my shelf, but it'd be better to look at like my, my trophy collection. <laughs> um, but even then that would take a while, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, Assassin's Creed two isn't like, it's not my favorite Assassin's Creed still, but like kind of like what you were saying of like the, the emotional significance that was like, one of my like introductions to like video games by a cousin of mine that was like living with us when I was in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. He um he like brought his Xbox and like 
introduced me and my brother to all sorts of games we maybe shouldn't have been introduced to when we were in fifth grade, like Assassin's Creed and Gears of War and other stuff. But yeah, honestly, like I feel like Assassin's Creed, while it may not still Assassin's Creed 2 specifically, while it may not be like my favorite video game to this day, it was like my first favorite video game Mm -hmm. um, because like before then it was like, oh, we had a Wii and we had like, you know, whatever Wii games we had. And then we had like a PlayStation and we had Lego Star Wars, but I really wasn't like into video games at that point. Like, I don't know what I was into, but frogs, <laughs> I do. I do like I do enjoy a good frog, um, <laughs> um, a frog admirer, if you will. Um, but what is it? Yeah, I think um I guess Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, classic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that airport level just mwah. <laughs> I keep I keep reading the explanation <clears throat> for why that's like such an emotional like mission, but I always forget it. No, it's controversial. Oh. <laughs> I was joking. It's a no Russian one, right? Yes. I was I was so I was semi joking. I, I guess it's not really my favorite. I was just Why is it controversial? Because it's a it's a mass shooting. <laughs> it's oh. like that one level's just a mass shooting simulator. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> well, why aren't they supposed to speak Russian? Um I don't know. Maybe I, thought, I don't know. For some reason I thought it was like some kind of betrayal or like false flag attack and they can't speak Russian, otherwise they're gonna know like what's going on maybe like that. i don't know maybe it was like framing i don't know because i honestly didn't play the campaign when i was at an age where i could actually understand what was going on uh-huh. so i don't know what it is but i i guess i just know it's a terrorist attack it's like a bunch of dudes maybe they're russian maybe they're not uh going into an airport and like killing everyone hmm. yeah and then you as a player can participate in that or not. Um, oh, I see. So it's a choice. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like, but like, it's sort of, it's not, it's not too, too deep, but mm-hmm. it is, it is pretty bold compared to, let's say other tamer Call of Duty fare. Um, but you are playing as a like undercover FBI, CIA agent. And oh. so you're like joined this terrorist group trying to get close to the leader to mm-hmm. take him down. But yeah. it's like, you are in this terrorist group and so like it's like you're playing as like a good guy disguised as a bad guy Mm -hmm. and so like you can never shoot your gun in that mission or you can um you know kill many civilians um Mm -hmm. as well as some police as well it doesn't it doesn't have an impact of like whether you're caught or not like either way spoilers (laughs) spoilers for modern (laughs) warfare 2 a game that came out i think in like 2010 um or 2009 um you still get caught either way like they know you're a cop and they kill you at the end of the mission but it's like wait really mm-hmm. well then what what do you mean well if you're killed at the end of the mission then where does the story go from there well you you play as like a couple different people in the game oh okay. yeah did not know that um but yeah you're like this undercover guy that like is blending in and so it, it is still I think it was controversial back then. It's probably still controversial back now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's basically a mass shooting, um, which I don't know. I guess it's more, I think it's good for like video games as an art form to kind of dive deeper into like 
harder subject material because I feel like that furthers it and kind of legitimizes it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So now that you said that, um, I don't know if I talked to you about it, but I made like two videos on it. Um, there's this Netflix movie coming out. It's called Luckiest Girl Alive, and mm-hmm. it's based on a book. Um, and basically, spoilers for the book, and I guess for the eventual movie, but I still don't know when it's coming out. I still haven't set a release date. I'm so mad, but whatever. Um, the main, like, I don't know what you call it. The main thing that the book is leading up to is because the the main character, she is an adult now, and she's approached by, like, a documentary crew to talk about this really bad event that happened while she was in high school. And we don't know what it is until, like, the narrative, like, catches up to that point but basically one of her best friends like does a school shooting and Mm. so um it's and she she stops it actually Mm -hmm. and so um and it's described in harrowing detail in the book Mm. and so i just have no idea how you know the netflix movie is really going to approach it you know um because i i can imagine it's going to get a fair bit of backlash when it comes out um to me it, it seems like a i don't know 13 Reasons Why Part 2, but I mean, seeing that the author, Jessica Knoll, is executive producing it, that gives me a little bit of hope that it'll at least, at the very least, be faithful to the book. But, um, you know, given that a mass shooting is, like, at the center of it, um, especially now when mass shootings seem to be very prevalent, I can't see that going over very well for Netflix. That's all I'm going to say. I am looking forward to the movie. I am just a little nervous for how they're going to depict it Mm. Um, I know you're on IMDb. I can see you. Yeah, I was trying to look up the movie. Um, I have some trivia. So the what's weird is that the book was they like secured movie rights for the book before it came out. So like before it even hit the shelves, they were mm. like, "Oh, got the movie." Like, rights. This is movie potential. Yeah, which I I mean, hey, I guess that's a thing that happens. But you would at least want to see how the book. Well, I mean, if the book doesn't do well and you have the movie rights for it, you don't technically have to make a movie but i think who someone originally was supposed to be making it no i'm thinking of something else but no they secured the rights um mila kunis is going to be adult ani finelli um but i'm really interested in seeing who plays child her because i think child ani has way more of a like overall impact so i don't know who they cast for child ani but i'm interested to see that um yeah, it, it is a good book. Um, my writing professor recommended it to me when I was still doing creative writing, and I never got around to reading it until, like, last year when I was, like, unemployed and sad. So, yeah, that it was a good book. It was kind of hard to get through, you know. It was one of, you know, kind of bringing it around, kind of like Atlanta, where it's just like, yeah, this is – the narrative is great, but it's also objectively depressing. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I do like stuff like that for some reason. I, I like reading a lot of depressing things. <laughs> Speaking of. What? Difficult books to get through. Okay. Is this dun, my dun, Christmas dun, gift? Finally, it's March and I'm now getting my Christmas gift. This is amazing. This is a Not Just Aaron exclusive. Yeah, and it's wrapped in everything. Oh my goodness. This is this is amazing. This is great. This is this is serendipitous. Oh my goodness. There's writing on it somewhere on the front. Oh, <laughs> what's the first rule? Oh, this is really thin. Hey, oh, uh, the book? Yeah. Mm. Wow. Now it is, is ASMR. This is amazing. I'm getting my Christmas gifts live on the pod. 
This is this is absolutely great. I was looking for something else to read too, because I'm I'm almost done mm. with the book that I'm reading. I'm just gonna put this here. Wow, this is this is great. Um, for those of you without eyes and who are without colorblind, eyes, <laughs> we can't see. Um, but Joseph got me Fight Club for Christmas, mm. so this is because we great. recently watched the movie and it is a good book. Yeah, I will say though, the book. I personally feel that is is much more disturbing than the movie. Okay. I feel like the movie the movie's hard to watch. Like it's 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 a little visceral at times, but like I feel like the book with its vivid uh description descriptions, thank you. It dis- it disturbed me a lot more than the movie where it's just mm-hmm. like there's a couple scenes where it just it just seems very like twisted mm-hmm. and I enjoy it. Um, but man, yeah. Anyway, but yeah. Wow. That made that made me think of it, and I was thinking of doing it on the podcast. Really? Um, yeah. Wow, that's great. Well, but um, it's a great way to end the pod. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. I wanted to go going... back to Assassin's Creed too because I liked talking about Call of Duty, but like I feel like I got a little interrupted there. We can do a whole episode on video games at another time. This is their teaser. You can continue listening to the Not Just Aaron podcast for all of our great and amazing and correct opinions about video games. Correct. <laughs> well, I don't know. I a little bold of of us to say. I would say I I would say that I'm fairly knowledgeable about video games, and I would say okay. you're fairly knowledgeable about The Sims. Well, hold on. I know more about other games too. Okay. She's like, I, just... I played Fez. <laughs> I know I about the indie that, game, the movie. That indie that is a good. Uh, I, I didn't. I did like that documentary. Did you ever watch the sequel? I think you told me there was a sequel, but I it sucked. Oh. It was really boring compared to the original. Well, are they following new indie developers? Or are they like catching up? It was kind of catching up with some of the previous ones and following new ones. But like the way it was edited and like the story. When did it come out? I don't know. I think like a two, let's say two or three years after the first one. Interesting, because I'm wondering if they cover the whole Fez two thing at all. I we will see. The thing is, is me and my mom. It both were on Netflix, mm-hmm. um, and me and my mom watched the first one, which came out in 2012. We watched yeah. the first one together, and it was riveting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both loved it, and we got through it. You know, like a two hour movie mm-hmm. in two hours, and then the sequel, which is called Indie Game life after mm-hmm. it is longer and has a worse user score on imdb mm-hmm. and it yeah anyway it um it just we didn't get through it we didn't watch we watched like half of it and then mm-hmm. we we exited off because we got very bored but like wow. really like indie game the movie and apparently maybe this is why it's bad um i guess just for comparison mm-hmm. the original has a 73 on Metacritic and a 7.6 on the user score of IMDb. Mm-hmm. But then you go on here, and then this one doesn't have a Metacritic, and it has a 5.7 on the user score on IMDb. So yeah. not well, as good. that's pretty middle of the road, though. How many reviews are there? A lot less than, than the original. The original had like 20,000 20, for the original and mm-hmm. like 500 for the sequel. Okay. Um, I still feel like that's a lot. I, I don't know. But... Maybe this is why I had editing issues, but it says it's a collection of short documentaries following the people and projects from Indie Game the Movie in oh, the so years it's following. Like, um, I don't know if that would technically be like an anthology, but maybe. But it's not like it's not fiction, you know. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, it's... So was each documentary made by, like, a different person then? Probably. And, okay. like, and they're probably, like, 20 minutes each. But, like, the it's not really enough to, like, dive into it, you yeah. know? Like, I feel like in, in Indie Game, the movie, we, um, you know, we really follow, like, Phil Fish, Jonathan Blow, and um, Edmund McMillan. Really get to know them and, like, their stories. And this one, it's like, it's like, hey, here's a guy. Here's what he's working on. Uh, the end. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. it's like a bad commercial. Well, Joseph, do you have <clears throat> any parting words? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still a little salty about this Assassin's Creed Two interruption. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joseph, listen. I was getting, I was getting my feels. I was getting almost an hour and a half. You come on, don't deny the audience for the Joseph lore. Everyone wants some Joseph lore. Um. Well, you know, I'll ask them, and I'll probably say the same thing they have been saying, which is nothing. Mm. So, um, if you're listening to this, leave a review somewhere. I don't know. Send a carrier pigeon to like your favorite uncle and tell him about our podcast. Anything. Don't test. <gasps> he will do that. <laughs> to his favorite uncle. <laughs> well, this has been the eighth. Is it the eighth? Is that a jump scare? <laughs> no, I'm asking. She said this has been the eighth. <laughs> I'm asking. Eighth. <laughs> Is it the eighth? eighth. <laughs> it's is the eighth. The eighth. Okay. I think. This has been the eighth episode of the Not Just Aaron podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm glad we were able to grace your ears with audio equipment paid directly by the United States Internal Revenue Service. Big ups to them. You can listen to us on YouTube and all the major podcast platforms. We are Not Just Aaron podcast on YouTube and Apple, Spotify, and Google, as well as Anchor. You can also send us voice messages if you want to. Still don't know what to do with them, but if we get enough, we might do something with them. We don't know. Oh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Both are at NotJustAaronPod. Uh, also follow me on YouTube, because I said so, at It's Just Aaron. And also follow me on Twitter, at It's Just Aaron. Um, because Joseph says I'm not promoting myself enough, even though I feel like 90%. I, I don't think I've ever said that you're not pro- promoting yourself enough. No, you said there's no, like, I don't know, cross-promotion or whatever, but whatever. It's oh, neither here nor there. No, it's just like... We don't need to explain okay, it to okay. Joseph. <laughs> it's fine.